0: Good morning, siblings! Today's readings are 2 Samuel chapters 1 through 3. Today, we continue the books of Samuel. Rabbit Trails As always, there's a lot to look at in these verses, but I'm just going to pick one thing to dive into or we will be here for the rest of the year in this one chapter. I always look forward to the fullness of the conversation as you add your insights and notes in the discussion group. I love that we each focus on different things, and between us, we have a good study of the day's readings. And away we go. I want to focus on the Amalekite who came to David with news of Saul's death. That alone is a conversation we could have for hours, so even with narrowing it that much, I'm still going to focus on a few key points. Now, we read an account of Saul's death, and then the Amalekite came to David with Saul's belongings and told him an account that contradicts what we just read. After questioning the man, David kills him and states that his blood is on his own head. For some people, this seems like a big jump, so let's flesh this out a bit with some more details that will help bring it into focus. We are not told the man's name, only that he is an Amalekite. We are told this repeatedly. As the Amalekite relayed his own narrative of what happened to David, he told him very clearly and of his own free, upfront offering that he was an Amalekite. Later on, David asked him again, even though the man had already stated it, Who are you and where do you come from? Again, he reiterated that he was an Amalekite, the son of a sojourner. Now, if we go to the interlinear version using BibleHub.com on this, we'll see that the word he used instead of sojourner was actually ger. A ger is usually denoted as a person who is not born of Israel, but who has chosen to live among them. Most of the time, we see these as people who have joined themselves to Israel, similar to how we, as Christians, have become a spiritual part of Israel which makes us God's chosen people, not replacing them, but joining them. See Romans 11, 17-21. through 21. Side note, it's always best whenever anyone gives you a verse to read the entire chapter. And reiterate, whenever someone gives you a verse, take a chapter. However, there are different types of Gers. Some joined themselves to Israel and honored their ways, customs, and worshipped Yahweh along with them. They were the first to be grafted in, quoting the Bible there, and adopted as part of God's chosen people. There are other types of ger who lived among Israel for various other reasons. It could be for protection, for profit, Israel numbered in the millions, remember, etc. Now, which type of ger was this man? Well, we can't know that for sure. But we can examine a few other things about this situation that will allow us to understand David's point of view in a a little better light and we come up with a theory as to whether he was a Gare who honored Yahweh and followed Yahweh's ways, or was one who just lived among Israel for other reasons. Now, first and foremost, he introduces himself as the son of a Gare, an Amalekite. So he is saying that his father is a Gare, living among Israel, but he in his own identification, considers himself to be an Amalekite. Hmm, Amalekites. Let's look back in time a bit. You recall in Exodus that the Amalekites were the ones who attacked the end column of Israel, which is where the women, children, elderly, and feeble were. See Deuteronomy 25. Now, we just finished reading where the Amalekites came and kidnapped the wives and children of David and his men while they were away. Their pattern is to attack Israel when they are at their most vulnerable and defenseless. We will circle back to this later, so put a mental bookmark here. So what did David do in response? He went to battle against the Amalekites and killed all he saw. Estimates are in the thousands, but the Bible does not tell us for sure. This happened just days before this man showed up with the news that he, an Amalekite, had killed Yahweh's anointed one. Recall that even David, who no doubt had reasons to kill Saul if ever anyone did, did not kill him when he had a clear opportunity for this very reason of him being anointed by Yahweh. See 1 Samuel 24. Now, this is not the time to show up in front of David with news that you had killed someone he had spared in order to honor Yahweh, and then add to the top of it that you're an Amalekite. It makes a lot more sense with all of this in front of us. It seems apparent that David immediately saw through this man. How? Well, David strengthened himself in Yahweh. See 1 Samuel 36. And as a result, he had the advantage of spiritually powered discernment. We will learn even more about David's perspective in our readings tomorrow. Now, back to the pattern of the Amalekites. The spirit of the Amalekites is alive and well in our world and in our country. They go after Yahweh's weakest and most vulnerable when they least expect it and when their defenses are down. They attack, taking young and vulnerable sheep from the flock and claiming them as their own. How do we make sure we are prepared for these attacks? We need to know that this Amalekite spirit is all around us, that they do not care about or respect our God or our faith, and that they are cunning and lying in wait. The word of Yahweh is our strength and our shield. When we know and live according to Yahweh's words, we know His very substance. Our discernment is at peak level. The lines of communication between us and the Holy Spirit are open and clear of cobwebs, and we are functioning on the level that Yahweh intended us to live at. It is similar to the difference between being in the basement while God is in the attic or sitting next to Him on the couch. When the Amalekites come, I want to be right there beside the Father. I am forever overwhelmed at the blessing and wisdom found within Yahweh's word. That he allows us to be this close to him, that he desires us to know him this well, is a blessing we can't even begin to comprehend. And I'm so glad you're here and that we are on this journey together. Iron sharpens iron. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians five twenty one, We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of his word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.